We're so glad you could join us for mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the Word. Well, amen. It's great to worship God, isn't it? And so we're going to jump into His Word now. I'm going to quickly pray and then we're going to explore God's Word together. So Heavenly Father, we thank you once more for your Word. We pray that you would bless us now that you would enrich us, that you would grow us into maturity uh, through feeding on your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we're up to week four of our Contending for Your Faith series. And so the title of this week's message is Childlike vs. Childish. Uh, And so this week we're talking about our spiritual maturity and contending for that. And so I wonder, have you ever been told to grow up? Or have you ever seen someone else and thought, that person just needs to grow up? I had an experience that I'm going to call the merry-go-round experience uh, over a decade ago uh, before I had my own children. I was at a shopping center with my niece and nephew who were pretty small at the time. uh, And I paid for them to go on one of those little coin-operated merry-go-rounds. And there was uh, two of my uh, niece and nephew and there was three seats. So I thought, well, I'm going to have some fun with them and I'm going to jump onto that third seat. Uh, and so, you know, we were having a great time. And then this woman came up who written all over her face was, was the message, grow up. And she just shook her head at me and walked off. And, and so that's the experience in my life where most profoundly I've been told, not with words, but, but with a facial expression, to grow up. Now, I'd actually defend myself in that situation. I, I don't think I was being childish. I think I was being childlike, having fun with my niece or nephew. But, but there's those moments in life where, where we see someone, like this lady saw me through this lens, and we thought, that person needs to grow up. And, and what's jarring about that is we're seeing an adult that we think should be behaving differently, and we see their behavior as childish, but they're, they're in a mature body. And so this is actually something the writer of the Hebrews saw when he looked at, upon the church that he was writing, he or she, we don't know about the writer of Hebrews, who it was, but when they were writing their letter to the Hebrew church, they looked and they expected to see maturity by this time, but what they saw was immaturity. And so we can see this in, in Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11 to 14, the, the writer of the Hebrews says, We have much to say to you about this. And so he's been talking about uh, the, Jesus being the high priest. But it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try and understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food is for the, for the mature, who by constant use have trained, themselves to, to have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. And so the writer of Hebrews expects maturity, but sees immaturity. And so they are saying that just as we don't expect a baby to live off milk forever... We expect them to grow and, and begin to eat more solid food. We don't expect someone in their faith to live off you know, the basic ideas of faith forever, but to grow in their spiritual maturity. But the thing is that's displayed here is, is just as physical maturity doesn't always mean that people grow up, 
and become emotionally, relationally and psychologically mature. We've all known people, <clears throat> we are all people in certain ways that haven't fully grown up in alignment with our chronological age. Just as that happens in the physical, in a natural space, in the faith space, in the spiritual faith, being a Christian for a long time doesn't automatically make you spiritually mature. Uh, but it's important that we do distinguish between childish and childlike because Jesus calls us to have a childlike faith. I think the Apostle Paul gives us a helpful distinction uh, in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 20. He says, Brothers and sisters, stop thinking like children. In regard to evil, be infants, but in your thinking, be adults. And so there's this distinction where we're called to be childlike and, and, and faith-filled and accepting of Jesus, just like a child accepting Jesus. When it comes to kind of evil, to be almost naive to that, to, to, to not enter into to, to evil and to sin. But when it comes to our thought, when it comes to our spiritual maturity, we're called to not be childish. The other thing the, the writer of Hebrews draws out here is that our maturity is our responsibility. It's something that we need to choose. He says, you've stopped trying to understand. You've chosen immaturity, he's saying to the church. And so for us, we need to grab from that, that, that my spiritual maturity, my, my, my faith and my maturity in it is my responsibility. I need to choose to grow up. And so when we think about immaturity, childishness, or, or, or maturity, the Apostle Paul in Ephesians gives us this, this great picture of what maturity and immaturity looks like. In chapter 4, starting at verse 11, he's talking about um, the church as a whole body growing in maturity. But we can draw from that um, some great pictures of, of, of personal maturity and immaturity in our faith. So in verse 11, he says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we'll no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we'll grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. And so the picture of maturity that the Apostle Paul gives for the whole church here, but also for us as individual followers of Jesus, that picture of maturity is the fullness of Christ. It's maturity in Christ. It's being imitators of Jesus. It's learning to be humans in the world just as Jesus himself was a human in this world. The picture of immaturity the Apostle Paul gives us, the church and individuals, is one of being tossed back and forth, of, of being blown here and there, of being easily led and deceived and, and, and flipping, flopping, changing our mind about every little thing based on the latest thing that we've heard. I've got these two pictures. Maturity looks like the fullness of Jesus, growing in the image of Jesus and what it looks like to be as Jesus in this world. An immaturity of this childish, flip-floppy, wishy-washiness. 
the thing about maturity and, and immaturity is it takes a level of maturity to see in ourselves where we're immature. And so that's why speaking the truth in love, as the Apostle Paul talks about here, is so important. We each need to be told the truth in love about ourselves so that we can learn to grow into maturity. But what I want to say is that this should be something that we seek out for ourselves, not something that we thrust upon others. The message of this morning is not, go and tell all of those around you how they need to grow up. The message of this morning is to seek out from people that are safe to you, people you trust, people you see have, have some wisdom about them, to seek out, hey, I'm not sure, but are there some areas in my life that you think I could grow in maturity in my faith? If you don't have anyone in your life, or even if you do, that's like that, the greatest person to ask, where can I grow in maturity, is the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul in, in uh, 1 Colossians verses uh, 28 and 29 speaks about contending for our maturity. He says that Jesus Christ is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. And so the Apostle Paul's talking here about contending for others. And we should be in that space. But I also want to encourage us this morning to contend strenuously for our own spiritual maturity. It's a choice to grow up in faith. And so let's not be like the, the Hebrew church that the, the writer of the Hebrews was writing to uh, that accept immaturity, that settle for, for being infants in our faith. Let's choose to strenuously contend for spiritual maturity. And so the big question this week I want to leave you with to discuss with your group is this. In what areas of your life in Christ, we're talking about spiritual maturity here, in what areas of your life in Christ are you going to seek greater maturity in this year? So I encourage you that to discuss that with your group. If you're on your own, to journal. At least spend some time and thought about that now. In what areas of your life in Christ are you going to pursue greater maturity in this year? God bless. Thanks for joining us today. As you head back into your week, we want to encourage you to stay in His Word, stay in His love, and stay strong in your faith. Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram, or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.